1: Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking
0: about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers! Yay! Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. Kenny's
2: still here. Kenny's still here.
0: And this is... 51 first dates. It's fine. We're interrupting each other. Nothing matters. We just,
1: you know, we really, we really have to have. welcome back to the podcast. That's all about making dating fun again and not supporting Trump. So you can sign <laughs> off there because we know we see you in our comments. Um, but you know what? We're here. We're joined by Kenny, our new dater. I went on some dates. Liza, and business partner, guided me through those dates. We chat about your dating problems, your dating hurrahs. You're doing it, hurrahs and problems. Your worst first dates, your best first dates. Can you tell I've had a baby
0: margarita? (laughs) Your weird first dates. Your, um, I don't know, all your first dates. Uh, And we've been talking about Kenny's first dates on and off for the last couple months.
2: Been on a couple.
0: Been on a few. Yeah. How Um, far did you make it, Kenny? 11?
2: uh, Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there are some other ones, like, intermingled in the mix that, I, like, we didn't really get a chance to talk about, but, like, I feel like I've done, I feel like I've put in my time dating in New York City for, like, the past year.
1: So, we'll call it 15, and as an older sister, I'll just say I win. I did 32. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> I'm <laughs> just kidding. Positive or a negative thing, like, if we're comparing volume. <laughs> mm,
1: I don't know. But, um, Kenny, did you, did you meet someone just so you could stop podcasting with us on Monday nights?
2: Yeah, no, we've kind of just hinted about it by doing a full count without actually really diving into what that means. I guess, yeah, I hate the podcast. You guys are
0: really, <laughs> you
2: know, yeah. way funnier than you are. I'm going to yeah. start my own podcast, and next thing you know, we're going to be rivaling on the charts. No. He's going
0: to start a competing dating podcast called 52 First mean, <laughs> <laughs> Just like ours, but more. <laughs> Remember more how someone kind of did that? Someone started yes. it and promoted it in our <laughs> Yes, it was a weird <laughs> move. So was, was a weird flex, um, but yeah. If you did not catch the title of this episode, uh, Kenny has caught feels <laughs> officially. The
1: method
2: sometimes, works. Sometimes things happen, <laughs> guys.
0: This is like we're copywriting this method and then every time someone starts dating we're gonna make money
2: <laughs> every time with this novel idea of if you go on dates you might actually find something
0: exactly like- we're gonna be fucking cashing those checks dude every single time it works out
1: <laughs> yeah because so far nobody in our in our sample pool has needed all 51 dates so i guess yeah like, we
0: need a new night we need a name for it the up to less, what's the lesser sign? This one, this one, this one. I'm making, um, I don't even know what they're called, guys. Greater than
1: or less than signs, but you're making them both. And I'm in the mirror image, oh. so it's tricky.
0: <laughs> like this. It's the, really the, the big
1: half, the big side, the open part of the mouth, and eats the bigger is number. It's greater than, yeah.
0: Yes, I remember that, but I just don't know how to do it with my fingers. But, uh, I don't remember why I was doing that either. Um, guys, today we're gonna talk about. Kenny his journey here this is the farewell Kenny episode it's the farewell Uh, Kenny
2: I feel like I don't necessarily need to leave I feel like let's see how this goes and then like who knows I feel like always perspective to be given I think that part of dating is like doing like you feel like something's going well and you want to keep pursuing it and like you're having fun like still dating someone it's a little bit different in terms of like deviating from the goal but I don't know
0: for sure I mean, our our listenership is going to be devastated to lose Kenny Vasquez, so you're gonna have to come back and give us updates, and also just you know we we can talk about uh, I don't know.
2: I'm pretty sure that's not how I would define my departure, but I'm flattered. <laughs> so I'll take it.
0: I mean, all of the all of the listeners trying to slide into your DMs that yeah, I, I feel like they're gonna be disappointed.
2: There, I was just like, hopefully there hasn't been too much lately. I like went through this weird phase where I'm staring at my phone too often and Instagram's no longer on my phone. I feel like a crazy person because now I'm just like looking at Facebook. What the fuck is Facebook? It's first oh. of all, I don't know what I'm doing on my phone. So like, I'm just like having phone issues at the moment. So, so to, if you to be clear,
1: <laughs> did, did you delete <laughs> Instagram? You deleted what? Instagram only to just go on now. Facebook.
2: No, I didn't. This is just like, classic 27-year-old doesn't know what to do while they're looking at their phone anymore. I've been looking at Facebook and forever. I'm like, what do I do to keep myself busy while i looking at my phone? I think uh, it's an overarching issue, which is I spend too much fucking time on my phone.
0: You know what I did that I actually really like, and I will recommend it to everyone listening. I put the Kindle app on my phone and I took off Facebook and Instagram. So, although I've like reinstalled Instagram and deleted it a bunch of times when I want to look at something, but I uh, and now what I'll do is just, I have, I usually am, like, in the middle of some book that's, like, kind of dumb or doesn't take a ton of things. So when I feel the need to scroll, I'll be like, oh, I'll just read a couple pages of this book. And mm-hmm. it's making me feel superior to everyone. No, i just kidding. No, I like that. I mean, you are superior. You're reading books I, on your phone. That was extreme loss, guys. I keep down. I, like, we will have Instagram off my phone for a couple days, and then I download it again. Um, So I'm failing at all my ventures. I don't know what I
2: think I'm doing. I'm not, like on some righteous path of removing and cleansing my phone of all social media, but like something like what? about Instagram and like scrolling through the explore page sometimes just makes me feel like ass. <laughs> and so like, yeah. I was just like, Nope, this is way too fucking. I would like,
0: well, when you look up here. and like an hour has gone by and you're like, fuck, like it's very disheartening. So I
2: look at memes about French fries and SpongeBob. Like,
0: Completely. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I bet I do it a lot right before bed too. So I'm like, What the fuck? Now I'm going to bed with like all this shit running through my head. Like I don't need
2: there. I sound like a nerd. Like I do it most of the time when I'm commuting. Like I just read a book this past week. I that makes me feel good.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) it's like like, wasn't
2: looking at my phone. Totally.
1: I think Um, it's very strange though. I because I've had more like schoolwork and have been reading at work more like actual scripts. I've craved just looking at Instagram for like an hour because mm. I've been doing less of it but that's a problem because it's filling this like ooh, I get to numb out it's like a drug it's a true drug it's a drug
2: okay well, yeah it's weird because now I don't have I also just like deleted hinge off my phone because I don't need that and like I don't need to really look at it right now and so like I think there's like a bit of like filling a void or like I no longer have something to do on my phone that was otherwise like somewhat like meaningful in terms of like Taking up time on my day to day schedule, and like now that is no longer there, which is like a relief, but like I don't know, yeah,
0: but it's true, it is like another social media basically. Like, it is like you're going on, you're looking at pictures of people, you're like lightly, you know, judging them, not in like a mean way, but that's really what all social media is (laughs)
2: like. This weird thing with dating apps, and and maybe it's just me being like. having an ego or something, but I feel like there's some like self like validation when someone like matches with you and then like having that conversation. And like, I haven't been going on dates anymore and we can like talk about that in a little bit, but like something about that I think was like the hardest part of moving away. And like, I guess just like the, the thought that there's always more people out there and like, you could be going on more dates and like, that is a weird concept that until like recently I haven't really had to think about because like, I haven't really necessarily wanted to, but it like kind of lingers there in the back of your head. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, but what about the next person? Or like, you go on all these dates for so many, like, I only went on 15 on this, whatever, 12 on this podcast, but I went on a bunch before that and it was like constantly like meeting new people and like seeing what else is out there. So just a little bit of a different mindset and like, I don't feel compelled to like jump on it because it's not on my phone and I don't have it, but like making the decision and like flipping it off and like deleting it was like just... A little weird, to be honest.
1: It's lol's because I still have all of the dating apps on my phone. <laughs> I
0: still what? have all of Kimmy's dating apps on my phone. <laughs> like I, I still just get message, message like them. I still get banner like um, you know, alerts from Bumble being like, Hey Kimmy, you never know who's out there till you look. <laughs> just like wow. They're all in a folder. I never thought to
1: delete them. I never got notifications from them until like sometimes I put them on, but because it was too I was like, it's too much. So I just, you know, they still exist. If I need to do some research, I have them, you know?
2: My biggest I, miss was that there was, like, a, I was flipping through, and there was a Hinge employee on there who is like, has a boyfriend, but is, like, part of, like, just, like, the matching and how can we better improve your, like, dating experience on our app. And I just, like, it was, like, slightly too weird, and I'd hit, like, the X instead of the check, and I feel like it would have been hilarious to, like, match with her and, like, get her perspective on an app that she actually works for. I mean, because like, it's weird to think about someone who works on a dating app, who's like fully invested in their boyfriend, who they met through the dating app and is then mm-hmm. just like working and using what they had and their experiences back to plug back into the dating app. I thought it would have been an interesting conversation. Mm. That's a regret that I have, but mm.
1: wait, me. so Kenny, so what? my editor at elite daily, Hannah Orenstein, who's been on the podcast, uh, her boyfriend works for him. She's an engineer, I think. And so he has a dating app profile, but she has like a following of her own because she's a senior editor in dating at Elite Daily. She also has a dating app. So people always are messaging her, your boyfriend's on Hinge. And she's like, or your boyfriend's on Bumble because he has to look at the competitors too. And she's like, I know, I know. And she's literally done Instagram stories about it. She's an author too. She's wonderful. And it's just balls because I guess they really do keep you on it. So wait, did it indicate that she was a Hinge employee?
2: It was like her bio. It was like I work for Hinge like – I'm happily in a relationship. I'm here to make sure that everybody else on the apps having a good time and like enjoying it. I think oh. he
1: has that too. I think there's a That's picture blah. of Hannah and him on his profile. Like she did an Instagram story about it recently, and I was like, oh, interesting. But because people are always like, oh my god, your boyfriend is on the yeah.
0: app. Also, by the way, Kimmy, I just opened up your Bumble to see if it's still active, and you have. There's you know just a, a pocket full of dudes. Oh cool! <laughs> if anyone says you were on Bumble in New York City tonight, that was just me, wine drunk in my bedroom on your Bumble. <laughs> it's a research tool. We need to know what's going on. These apps change all the time. You know what's funny? I just opened it to see if it would even still like log in, and immediately I wanted to start swiping. It is addictive. And I'm I not, am not curious even curious. I'm not even doing it. I just immediately was like, oh he's cute. Like I just I wanted to swipe. I just wanted to be like, I wonder if we've matched. It's really is like it's addictive it's like i mean i feel like it is another yeah just it's social media it's like you want the validation you want the this you want the metaphorical spiritual likes if i get broken up
1: with later tonight i'm blaming it on you oh just my kidding. god no, he, no. Will, he like doesn't even use instagram
0: it's not I'm, i'll go to tony's apartment and be like tony <laughs> i'll do the full thing um okay speaking of kenny why don't you tell us the whole story
2: the entire story. The guess spare spare, spare notes. Well detail. here's the so million dollar
0: <laughs> The million dollar question, Kenny.
1: Which date is it?
2: Has the the date has not been broached. It has not been discussed on this podcast. I have been a sneaky, sly little bastard and kept this one in my back pocket the entire time.
1: Because you knew. <laughs> wow.
2: Uh, I don't know. I guess like at first you never really know. Like I think that, like the first couple of dates, it's like whatever, but then at like a certain point, it was like slightly too long, and I had more recent dates to talk about, so it gave me a nice little excuse to not have to bring it up. And then next thing you know, here we are.
1: Here we are. So tell us. Tell. Would you want to give us like your taxi cab confession of the first date?
2: Uh yeah, I mean it was it was a nice like we've talked about it on this non bar date, which I think needs to become a more regular thing. Oh, I, interesting. Through this process, well, it started that way. We ended up getting some drinks, but I divulge. Um, Started out, we went to the Whitney Museum, which I think is actually a decent place to walk around because it's not so overwhelming that you feel like you're going to get lost and have to look at too much art. It was the Warhol exhibit, (laughs) which was cool.
1: I'm sorry. You went on an art museum first fucking date.
2: Wait, it it played. I feel like it was fun. I'm just also... the phrase,
0: it's not too much art, is like my favorite thing you've ever said, Kenny. I want this episode to be called, It's Not Too Much Art.
2: <laughs> I'm but obsessed I, like, with I that. Think that's like, we walked around the museum for probably 45 minutes and then we both decided that we should go get a drink. But, like, we that's what I mean by it's not too much art. It's also like, yeah, to have real, like, normal dialogue in a museum.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you. I mean, it's true. The
2: people who go to that museum on a first date, tough. Like, totally. trying to act pretentious and be, like, throwing around facts about Andy Warhol, tough. Like, there are a oh, lot yeah. of things though, that could have been, like, this is going to be a bad It's
0: date. a little bit of a
1: minefield. <sighs> it's a good it's litmus test, though. It actually, maybe it is the good first date. But, like, if someone asked me on a Whitney first date, oh, the Whitney just is, like, cool. If you aren't familiar with New York, the Whitney's a museum in New York that was reopened downtown recently. That's all modern American art,
0: right? Is it all yes. American? I don't think it's all American, oh, but it's all modern art. It's, it's all modern.
1: modern. I don't know but, why I American, but I'm
0: wrong. I, I don't know oh, about that. You might it. honestly, you might like <laughs> know, right? I, I don't know why I'm saying that with such confidence.
1: Because, Kenny, if it's not too much art, it, was it specified more than modern or is
0: it just modern art?
2: I think it's just modern but I also thought also that it was modern American or modern American collections, but I could be wrong.
0: No, if you guys, I trust you guys more than I trust me.
2: I don't trust <laughs> but myself.
0: It's, I understand the too much art sentiment because you couldn't go to, like, the Met, for example. Like, the Met in New York is huge. Like, I've been there, like, six or seven times, and I have probably seen, like, half of what's there. Like, it's so overwhelming, and, like, it's almost unfun. That is too much art.
2: Too much art, you can... Potentially get lost in a museum where you don't know where you're going, and then you feel like a big dumb. Totally,
0: you get locked in overnight together. There's a whole <laughs> night at the museum yeah. thing. Well, it speaking haunted. of night at the museum, the mummies come to life. Yeah, <laughs> we, but speaking of night at the
1: museum, I think that the Museum of Natural History would be fucking fun go look at those dioramas
0: no i no. would i would so fuck on a first date if someone invited me to the museum of natural history <laughs> this
2: is <not> like very <laughs> that's
0: much like my fucking vibe
2: action you guys gave me you guys you went on a fucking museum date your first date <laughs> uh, <laughs> i would fucking fuck if i went
0: to the natural <laughs> well the <laughs> museum of natural history museum it's like my favorite place in the world
1: and it's at its core it's
0: it's that's like a it's an everyone museum, man. It's just the coolest place on earth. It's like a love, I love it. Teddy Roosevelt killed
1: a bunch of animals and put them behind glass all stuff. Yeah. And it's Vegetarians really,
0: wouldn't really enjoy it.
1: No. Anyway, no, but okay. The litmus test of a museum date being like, are they going to be a douche once, once we're there? Like, are they going to be like, ooh, 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 let me tell you about this postmodern. Totally. You know. Yeah, it's
2: just like, it's like, a, I think it's, so like, I just got there and I was looking at all the people waiting in line to see this Andy Warhol exhibit and I was like what am I walking into because I think like while Whitney is cool it's also in meatpacking and like people get dressed up to go to the museum mm-hmm. so next you know I'm like we're like going to this pressure cooker of people who think they're really cool and being surrounded by those people and it's just like it was just like added a level of anxiety that probably didn't even need to exist but it was it was like again not too much art we were probably there for 60 minutes Perfect. At hmm. the most.
1: That's nice. So like
2: you did like a couple floors, like you're walking around, and then you're like, all right, this is kind of enough. And then there's plenty of places to like kind of bounce around because that's just like a cool young area. But
1: Yeah, you're making dating culture again. Like it's, <laughs> it's, 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 you're doing culture. You're doing culture on a first date. Yeah. Um. So who proposed the idea? I'm assuming you, now that we've berated yeah, you. Yeah.
2: Because I also like selfishly hadn't seen the the Hall exhibit and was like, kind of interested. Uh, immediate reaction: overrated, but like. <laughs>
1: <never> it. <laughs> but this is not that podcast. <laughs> this is not NPR, in case you haven't noticed.
2: I'm like, who am I to fucking judge? It's an art exhibit at a museum. I think I last time I went to the museum was years ago. So kind of switch it up add some variety add some spice so
1: how many dicks for the museum out of five dicks we rank dates out of dicks don't ask how it happened but five dicks is good one dick is bad zero dicks is terrible so
2: I feel like generally museum like two okay. but like Whitney is cool because even if you wanted to get a drink you could do that up top so like three and a half mm-hmm. so, I think that's like kind of where I'm shaking out the Whitney just like adds the flexibility of, oh, I don't want to look at art anymore. I want to sit down and have a glass of wine. Or, oh, this is small enough and manageable enough where you can get outside and, like, see the skyline. Like, it's just, like, it's a cool place.
1: No, the outside is cool. And it's, like, part of the High Line. It's the end of the High Line yeah. is the Whitney, which is yeah. really cool. The High Line is that, um, for anyone not from New York, it's, the like, the, wa- the old train tracks that's now this, like, walking garden space.
0: Outdoor elevated park thing.
1: Thank yeah. you. Elevated park. That's um, what they're calling
2: those. Oh, I guess I would maybe detract it a little bit. Maybe it's like a three and a quarter, because the one thing I forgot is you need to buy tickets in advance or otherwise wait in the longest fucking line possible. Mm. So like she was running a little bit late, but I don't like (laughs) I was having a nervous breakdown that they weren't gonna let us in because our tickets are in these 30-minute windows, and I was like, We're not fucking getting in. We're not fucking getting in. And then at the same time, being like, no, you're totally fine. Take your time. Like, we're all good. Like, we're totally good. Oh, That's like, a thanks.
1: you thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you face thing where I was, yeah, personally freaking out about not getting in, but like.
1: Because you bought them online already or you bought them in person?
2: Buy them the night before or the day before.
1: Okay. So you like, didn't have to, to wait online. Up in a
2: 30 minute window. Because the line was like now. Mm. I was like, that sounds horrible because it was also cold out. But like, this is a me problem. I've identified this as a me problem. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I get those anxieties too about – I get I get like um white girl anxious about rules and – Well, uh, I don't even think
2: it was that. It was like next thing you know, we can't get in and now we have to wait in line to go on this date at a museum that we're like, Yeah.
0: yeah. You, just you just yell at
2: before. them
1: until they let you in. That's a white girl sentiment but, you know, as a terrible excuse white woman
0: – Excuse me. me. Sugar, the trends like this. Yeah. Totally. No, I get like that actually
1: at the movies sometimes, like at a Nighthawk. You don't want to like not have the worst seats or be split up from each other. If the seats aren't assigned
2: at a movie theater.
1: Yes, totally. So did you get drinks on the roof of the Whitney or did you go elsewhere?
2: Uh, We decided to go elsewhere. I think you're like both feeling it. Like I give her a lot of props. She's super cool. And she had just been out the night before until (laughs) six in the morning and then still felt so determined to show up on our date rather than cancel. Where I was like, let's make sure that everything that we're doing right now Fits and tailors your mood a little bit because I feel like I'm the one who should be thanking you for even being here. How, if I was out until six in the morning,
1: you would not show like, up. I,
2: got, I would not fucking show up. <laughs> I was like, whatever you want. There has
1: been a me. Sunday podcast where you've been like, I can't, guys. It's six p.m. <laughs> like, <okay. laughs> but like, no shade because I'm there all the time too. My my latest thing is sleeping all the time. I, if I did not even get hammered this began not even close but i'm like oh i had four drinks last night i get to sleep all day not a good look
2: not a good look no i found like like getting up and doing things so easy to get like through hangovers not necessarily over them but like you stand up and walk outside like life is over like life, no sorry life has changed like yeah. you're, back, you're back if you don't that life is over Oof, yeah. dark um <laughs> but so like um no we like popped around like i don't know i didn't know a lot of great places over there so we kind of played like the walk around and find some places game and like ended up getting drinks at a couple places but it was just like it's a pretty area to walk around there's like beautiful lofts there's just like like awesome like clothing stores to walk by on the outside like that area is just like nice to be outside on the a decent day.
1: But there's nowhere to drink over there unless you feel like going to like Ketch or the Gansvort. Like remember Kenny when we went with mom and dad that year we had dinner at Maialino later so we ended up going to Pete's Tavern. We like Ubered or taxied. Yeah. Yeah because there's I was getting so frustrated because there's not an app for this but I was like where do I want to go without making my mom walk too far into West Village and blah blah blah. But do you remember where you went?
2: Uh, There's this like pizza and cocktail place called Woodstock which was fine. It was like kind of big and airy i wouldn't necessarily recommend it but the drinks worked and there was tea, like areas for us to sit down so like it just like worked for what we were looking for and then there's that um pizza shaped mexican restaurant like right there dos caminos kind of yeah dos caminos. <laughs> we went and ended up just like getting a snack and like sharing a pitcher of beer and then we just like it ended up being like just a bounce around figure out what works kind of game
0: that dos caminos <laughs> is the first dinner i had as a Resident of New York. Is it really? Yeah. What I, your,
2: I mean, what are your what are your reactions? It to was that so
0: to that? weird because my uh, mom and I had driven overnight from Chicago with a jeep filled with everything I owned, and she had moved me into this apartment, the apartment I still live in, and like I didn't have any furniture. I had just like boxes of clothes and papers and books and like co- college apartment shit, and we had like driven from ten p.m until like ten or eleven AM, move my shit in, whatever. And she was like, let's go get food somewhere, like I don't care where. <laughs> and we just somehow ended up there. And then we fell asleep on an air mattress at like five PM. <laughs> it was very That is the first drink dormy. I had after
1: my G Mat with you, Liza.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. When yeah, I did yeah. my, oh my G Mat. Wait, was it Dos Caminos? It was that Dos Caminos. I thought it was um Rocky Horse.
1: No, we were – Which I, closed, which is so surprising. Oh, really? Overpriced, but, yeah, but no. Well.
0: We sat yeah. outside at Dos
1: Caminos and got some frozen drinks. I remember I had, like, a picture of it, of just the drinks. Yeah. Because yeah. it was, like, 3 p.m., and Liza didn't have a gig that day, and I was like, Yeah, I was, I was like gonna Fuck have a yeah. margarita? <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you take the GMAT, and you get your score right away, and I was very pleased. So I was like, I need a drink. <laughs> I would have had a drink either way, though. Let's be real. Yeah.
0: um, That Dos Caminos gets –
2: Low no, decks And like what, with, I like went to go to the bathroom and walked downstairs and like the bathrooms were downstairs and I was like, what the fuck is going on?
1: No, I've been there <laughs> like too many times. It's amazing the staying power of that Dos Caminos. Like, yeah. Have all the other ones closed? Probably. But
0: yeah. And it's like always kind of bumping.
2: Yeah. Like, it was the only thing around. Like, it was like one of the few places to go. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's very weird. It's weird right. over there. Um. Okay. Cool. So. Things go well. Did you, on this first date, did you, like, feel on the date that you had kind of, there's potential for feelings, or did it feel kind of, like, similar to was, other first dates you've been yeah. on?
2: Good first date. I didn't, like, necessarily come out of that being like, ooh, this is the one. But I was yeah. very much inclined to hang out again.
0: No. Cool. I feel like I that's, feel like guys, that's what ahead. we keep hearing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like if you come out, like, too strong or, like, with... I don't know. I feel like that I've never like came out being like, this is the one. And maybe that's like good for you if you have that, but I feel like that's rarer and farther and fewer, like, that's like an, an anomaly. So like, if you're out there dating, like seeking that first date to be like, this is my Romeo and Juliet. Like that just, I feel like that doesn't really happen because like you don't have time like to really figure out like, and like, I don't know. There's part of it. Like, first of all, you don't have enough time to really get to know each other. Cause like you're talking about all the dumb first date things and like, hopefully you like breach those subjects and like talk about other things. Then there's like, I don't know, there's gotta be like some other, like, uh, like (laughs) physical spark. I think for me to like feel like that next level of like, Oh, this is definitely like more than just like, Oh, we got along really well in health conversation. And that's not usually as, Frequent on a first
1: date, so. Right, I think it's usually lust, or for me, like, lust over your job, your school, your upbringing. Like, that's what it is for me. (laughs) No, like, just, like, getting, uh, they're both superficial things, but that's what I feel like if I ever, like, the dates I came back, being like, oh my god, yay, after, were definitely not the dates that were, like, probably the people I should have been with, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, we also have talked a lot about, like, it's hard to be, I don't think anyone's, like, fully themselves on a first date you know like you're you're a little like kind of on like display not everyone does that probably to different le- like levels and obviously I think like the most confident people in the world probably aren't but I, I think that most people like you're pu- you're putting your best foot forward which is not like a full picture of who any of us are
2: oh yeah I mean like I was wearing so i was standing outside waiting to go into this museum and someone asked me if i was like checking the tickets because they thought i was dressed up as if i worked in a museum
0: oh my god
2: <laughs> so there was clearly like a level of like peacocking going on that's or, like, funny otherwise i would have like i wasn't wearing anything outrageous but like people were like um like are you checking the tickets
0: <laughs> that's really <laughs> funny
2: was, like what is that
1: Get that whitney look <laughs> Well, okay, so fast forward to now, future dates, but why didn't you talk about it? We kind of dove into that. Okay, so spoiler alert, I've met her now.
2: Dun, dun, dun. So I
1: have like a picture, but Liza, what – (laughs) non-identifying <laughs> questions would you ask of Kenny?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. How would you how would you describe her to someone who's never met her, i.e. me?
2: That is a very open-ended question. I will try my best. Um
0: Well, if you yeah. fuck it up, we're going to fire you from this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so. it's perfect timing, <laughs> honestly. Perfect
2: timing. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was interesting. I found that, like, so first and foremost, she's from New Zealand, which is very like eye-opening and different because that's I fucking cool a yeah. lot of unique perspectives like a lot of just like things that necessarily we don't share the same point of view on exactly but can like share commonalities in terms of how we think about things which mm-hmm. I think is crushing because like I don't know if I dated and I've actually never gone on a date with anybody who graduated from Wake Forest University but if I dated someone who I went to school with I feel like we'd run out of things to talk about or like certain things would be like too common or we'd share too many overlapping interests or like it kind of feel like it's kind of like an oxymoron, but it'd feel like a little bit boring because everything would be like stuff that I could relate to versus mm-hmm. like different perspectives. Um, so that was very intriguing to me because it was like, here you go. Here's a person from a totally different walk of life, totally different world than I've ever like even stepped foot in, which is very unique and different um she gives me shit all the time which I think is awesome <laughs> because it just like allows me to just like also give it back and like just joke and like it feels more like a casual conversation at times rather than like putting on faces and like trying to be nice to each other and all that because like sometimes you- <laughs> I would argue <laughs> I- you
1: were nice to each other though <laughs>
2: like- <laughs> no I, I don't want to say it like that you didn't let me keep going uh, like I was gonna say like obviously we're very nice to each other but at the same time like can joke and laugh and, like, chill. Um, I don't know. Kenny, you what have else? A ra-
0: you a yet? rapport.
2: No, uh. I thought
1: she was very cool. Um, I thought it was cool that you like, – like, I was back in New York for a weekend and my dad was in town. And it was the anniversary of my mom's passing – or not passing, sorry, her birthday after she's passed. Like, we've celebrated it together. So we had that night Friday and then we all went bowling the next day. And so we got – like, she came into, like, meeting the family, meeting my boyfriend, meeting my best friend, my best friend, Sarah, who's been on the podcast, who's, Liza, have you met her cousins? I don't even think you, her cousin and her aunt and uncle, it was like a bunch of people bowling and just
0: like shooting the shit. Like oh, Liza. Yeah, her cousins went to Northwestern with me. Her cousin, Ellie. Was oh yeah, she, Ellie went, no. yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, his, yeah.
1: Yeah, her parents. Okay.
0: So yes. fucking random. So, but yeah.
1: Ellie wasn't there, but yeah. So Liza's literally been a part of the same day of like bowling and just shooting the shit. And then like, she just entered and was like, cool. I was like, oh my God, this is a lot. I kind of charged.
2: like, that's kind of her style. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of her style. Like, she comes in with some confidence, and she can definitely hold her own. She's smarter than I am. She's in, like, a master's program for law, and so, like, she's very talented and smart and, like, can hold her own in any kind of conversation. That's why I was, like, she's a little bit witty, and so, like, her being able to, like, withstand my banter means that she's obviously going to be able to withstand the banter of family and friends so like it felt like a situation where like she was actually kind of encouraging it which was like also nice like she just wanted to hang out which is great like if you want to hang out that's really like a positive sign in my eyes just like willingness to like be around each other and continue to hang out so like it's just fun we do like she's we just do like everything like, we, the, the reason I invited her to bowling, and she she probably doesn't love this, but, like, she's not very confident in bowling and, like, generally doesn't like
0: She it.
1: did great. She got <laughs> strikes.
2: But she, we went on a, one of the dates in between, like, then and our first to the gutter in LIC. Mm. And that was, like, here's a list of three things, like, that I've thought about that could be fun, because it was, like, a Saturday afternoon. And I was, like, I want to pick that one. And then she later dropped the bomb, like, I don't like bowling and I was like why did you suggest this but at the same time thanks for being so fucking flexible yeah it's like great things so just like it's worked and so like it's for me like I'm like why not like give it a shot I'm happy I'm having fun you're happy you're having fun like I felt like this weird balance where it's like do I continue to like want to try to keep going on on dates or do I want to kind of lean into something that is making me happy at this point in time and I think it's like a little bit outside of the norm for me to decide to like lean into it and go for it. So I challenge myself to do that as well. So it's like this weird balance where I'm obviously happy, but it was like a little bit of a challenge for me to be like, all right, I'm going to stop dating. I'm going to stop like looking at my phone going on the hinge app and like the dating apps and everything and just like being willing to try something different.
1: But you did it, yeah, which I mean,
2: says something. Totally. Yeah. No, I'm, I have zero regrets. I'm in a very good spot. It's like quite relieving to have like gone through this process and ultimately like figured out something that I just feel comfortable with and like don't have to worry about like going on dates anymore. Like now that I don't have like an app on my phone, I just like don't even think about it. It's just like something that I don't have to worry about. I'm very happy. It's just like one of those things where it's like a little bit of a weight off the shoulders. I like the dating process and I like being on this podcast and I like going through all of that, but at the same time, it's like you're lying to yourself if dating isn't work. In some capacity.
0: Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I think that ultimately, you know, people mostly go on dates. People are mostly dating so that they can find someone who they like spending time with regularly. Like, I feel like most people are dating so they can eventually stop dating. Some people are not. Some people are fucking dating because dating's fun and like having sex with people is fun. And it's like a fun, you know, you can like YOLO and it's great, which is also a thing and it's fine. It's like whatever it is means to you is what it means but I think that a lot of times dating shows you what you want and then when you see it you're like oh okay this is the thing I figured out that I want and now it's here in front of me because I'm dating and now I can like it feels like a natural process when I think you actually like from everything we've observed In having this podcast, the different people we've seen dating, whatever, like, it does seem – there does seem to be, like, a naturalness to it, even though it can be so hard, so much work, so challenging. But, like, I think people learn a lot, figure out a lot, and things happen because of it.
1: Maybe it's just that, like, when your goal isn't to date just to find a relationship – or just to fuck, or whatever it is. If you have a goal that's, like, a really weird number, like 51, you have this other weird goal, then you can, like, let dating become whatever it is for you. It doesn't have to be about – Because I think when people date with the intention of finding their person, it can get really ugly really fast. Um, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think I was, like, mostly caught off guard. It just, like, worked. We had, again, a good first date, and then, like, our second date was better, and then our third one was better, and so it just felt like – Getting more and more comfortable, and like I was having more and more fun just hanging out with this person. So I was like, I don't feel tethered to like this project or this podcast, and I don't necessarily want to like feel tethered to like continue to go on dates when something that is like part of my life is actually just working. And so, like, part of me was like, I gotta put myself first here and just make sure that whatever I'm doing is making me happy.
0: I mean, of course, that's the goal of anything. Mm -hmm. Again, not for everyone, hashtag not all people. But that's the point.
3: I would
1: say that like it's also a good example of like for you like for me it was really important to like keep going on dates and be dating and like because I struggled with like certain things that meant I wasn't going a lot of dates, getting attached too quickly, like blah blah blah. Needed to keep going on the dates and like have someone really really stick around for me to be like okay.
2: But like I mean, for you, to, it wasn't. I went on to a couple.
1: Yeah, no, like, it's like, so I
2: helpful. And, like less than fun text messages to people being like very kind but being like hey sorry i want to make sure that like i'm thinking of you and putting you first as well but like someone else has become a more important piece of my life than i originally anticipated and i don't want to waste your time and i don't want to like lead you on in any way but i'd rather just like be upfront and let you know that now so that like, we can continue on like amicably going forward like understanding that like i can't really be going on these dates anymore because i feel this this way and so like i've had to send some like and like have conversations that otherwise like weren't necessarily fun
1: with people you I, had still been seeing
2: like yeah and like not like I didn't feel like I was in a position where I was like seeing like, regularly seeing like more than like like two people at all and I wasn't even really regularly like seeing anybody else but it was still enough for about like, I needed to like do some things that weren't necessarily fun because this was more important but like that's part of the thing too. Cause like I was coming out of this process and I was like, I really like going on dates with this girl, but I still want to like, I wasn't quite ready to like make the move and like decide that I didn't want to keep dating. And so like, I did go on a couple other dates with some other people and I had fun on those dates as well. And like, you never necessarily know what's going to happen. So for like, there's this weird moment in time where like, yeah, you have three great first dates, but then the fourth one could be really bad, like in your mind. And you're like, next thing you know, like I have to restart from day one and like, I don't have like, and there haven't been talking to anybody. And like, sometimes you go through this like internal spiral whereby like, you kind of feel like you need to like, <laughs> for lack of a better word, like backfill, just and so like, if something does go wrong in one situation with one relationship or like one dating thing that you're going through, then like, you don't necessarily feel like you're just totally alone. Then you're potentially like, have a fallback plan or someone else that you're hanging out with and like enjoy hanging out with. And so I think I was like compensating a little bit by doing some of that, but like now I've just like totally let go and it's just having those hard conversations was hard. But then at the same time, it's like I feel so much better now coming up.
1: Yeah. Well you have to have the conversations. It's only polite.
2: Yeah. I feel like it's like, it would be dishonest of me to like not have them or not like prompt them because otherwise you're putting someone else's like feelings and like, you kind of are anyway, but, like, you're, like, the longer you hold off from, like, telling people that you can't see them anymore or, like, can't hang out with them anymore, like, the longer, um, like, the more at risk you put their emotions, right? Because it's, like, it's just going to hurt longer. I don't know. So, I was, like, I never felt like I was in the wrong. um, But, yeah, you do have to have those conversations. And that's part of, like, making the decision, especially in this process, to like, stop dating, which was, like, kind of a weird thing that I hadn't had to deal with
1: before. Did you tell your date we don't know what number that you stopped dating
2: yes yeah so like i yeah like i've like i'm leaning into this i'm having fun doing this but like there was like that weird period of time like where there was a little bit of overlap and i was like i don't know what to do i was like kind of freaking out and panicking and feeling bad and like wasn't sure if i was doing something wrong or wasn't sure if i was totally cool but like looking back on it i didn't I definitely didn't cross any lines. I don't think I did anything wrong, but like now I'm just like very happy that I'm like leaning into one person because we've been hanging out for long enough where it's like I've shown to you that like I want to hang out with you and I I don't want to put that at risk by like going on meaningless or not meaningless, but like dates with other people for what purpose? I'm like happy, content doing what I'm doing right now. So just a new world.
0: I mean, I think in every situation with dating, like you should, it should be whatever feels exciting to you at that moment. And I think that, like, if you're having feelings for someone and still, there becomes a point when you're still challenging yourself to go on dates with other people where, like, that's just not exciting. Like, I've been in that position, too, where I'm like, well, if I'm dating more than one person and I'm only thinking about one person, like,
2: it's not. Well, like, this was all new, right? I didn't necessarily anticipate, like, wanting to hang out with a single person until, like, feeling this way after going on so many dates just kind of potentially caught me off guard and so like at the like probably at the forefront I wasn't as willing to like accept <laughs> like for lack of a better word like what I was like going you're like feeling and like maybe I was just like continuing to go on dates because I was like no there's no way I want to just hang out with one person like I've been dating however many people and like going on all these dates for so long like this is just completely like foreign to me But then I, like, I don't know. You just, like, kind of reach a point where you're, like, is this what I want or is this what I don't want? Like, and you have to make a decision. And I was, like, I want this. Yeah. So.
1: Well, congrats, (laughs) I suppose. Not that congrats, you know, you can – I should congrats you right now, metaphorical, theoretical you, um, if, you know, you're single. Like,
0: but, you know, you found something cool. It's exciting. We collect a commission. At this point.
2: What is your fee? Because I was, I have not signed any documents.
0: Well, or... we have a copyright on any time anyone goes on dates and finds somebody that they want to keep dating. If they ex- Exclusively. So we, we collect on that.
1: Yeah. If they've uh... listened, if they've been a guest on, or if they've, you know.
2: <laughs> if they've listened. Oh, yeah. Wow, you guys are really, mm-hmm. just like, hoarding in the cash now. Guys,
0: if Ed- anyone <laughs> wants to give us a book deal, I do feel <laughs> that we're the next Oprah, and we should be probably capitalizing on No, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't think I could write a book. I don't think I can write more than uh, I think like you a could two write sentence a email let's accurately. Not, well, let's <laughs> not be so hard on ourselves. No, no, no. I, no. I just, this, this is not apropos of nothing. My job is, like, the job I've been doing, especially for the past like couple of years, is so, like, not writing-centric. Like, it's I'm, I'm mostly on, like, editing video. So even now, when I have to write an email that's more than, like, awesome, will do, I'm, like... How do I put a sentence? Okay, it's not important. Uh, but I do feel we could write a book about this, and then we'll we'll make our, our copyright.
1: Some white siblings get into relationships <laughs> from doing a podcast project. Exactly. Like, fucking the future is bright. and Yes, well, we can.
0: It is 2019. Man. Um Cool. Well, all
1: right. Kenny do you have any like closing words like what's your what's your biggest takeaway what do you tell our listeners they're all crying and we're, we're gonna see our numbers drop next week when you're not
2: back. <laughs> I feel like I've been so inarticulate this entire podcast so hopefully like this little summation will do myself a little bit more justice but like I just feel like the only way you're gonna find yourself in a position where like you want to date someone repeatedly is to just go on dates and figure out what you like what you don't like and like haphazardly potentially fall into something that makes you happy because that's what happened to me. I think, Kimmy, that's what happened to you. Like, and I think without going through the process and like putting yourself out there, then like, you're not going to like have, it's not not like the 1800s where someone is bringing their son over and like knocking on your door and like, you know, will you marry my son? Like, will you date my son? Like that just doesn't exist anymore. Like the romantic, like um, the the perfect insert boy, girl, whatever here is going to come find me. That's not, how it works and I feel like putting yourself out there and going for it is challenging. Kimmy managed, I managed, you can manage. Mm -hmm. Very doable. So just like give it a shot. If you don't want to go on a date every week, don't go on a date every week, but start going on a date every other week and like decide what works for you and maybe, you know, you'll end up like us. (laughs) I mean talking to the podcast.
0: (laughs) Any someone could be wine drunk on Zoom. At 10 o'clock at night talking about your feelings. But no, in
1: terms of next steps, we will have a new dater and some interim daters as we've spoken of. But you guys know how we do things on this podcast. We just do them as they come. We try to make it work for you. And we will continue to have dating journeys. But maybe they'll get shorter and shorter, like exponentially shorter to where we like have someone like we nominate them. Wait, this kind of happened. We already had a guest dater who was going to join when Kenny joined, who literally got into a relationship as soon as she the agreed. The
0: first date she went on for the podcast, she yeah. started <laughs> she caught feels it's so literally. Italian. Like I don't know how much. It,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: And there's other examples of this which I won't say now but I'll tease for future episodes. Like this keeps happening because honestly I think the system works and if you go on dates and you hold yourself accountable not through a podcast, maybe through an accountability buddy or friend or just a spreadsheet that you make for yourself. I think, like, like,
2: or maybe not a spreadsheet because that's fucking lame, like a journal. We or have like a
0: spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, I, see,
1: uh, Liza Liza and I, I think see, journals are thing. lame. I think you Liza, think Liza and I have too much exposure to journals.
2: I mean,
0: I, journals are for feelings, they're not for data. Spreadsheets are for data. Yeah, this is about putting the numbers up. <laughs> well, also because my my friend slash cousin who's been on the podcast before is doing this, and she's, like, an Uber, like, producer. So she's all about a Google Sheet. And we made one. She was like, I'm not going to go on dates unless I'm able to, like, make it a project. So we were. I was like, great, let's make a Google Sheet. And I can comment. I can be like, this is an it. Like, you're not giving me enough detail here, but whatever. But it's been a fun <laughs> way to hold her accountable. She I, leaves me dumb little notes, tags me in the sheet. It's big date
2: uh,
1: oh god <laughs> I got <had> to big <laughs> data data for dating oh uh, I know yeah, it's yeah. bad but here's the thing you know what I, I think here's if you're if you clicked on this podcast or your therapist recommended it to you because <laughs> that happened um, but if you like there's some part of you that probably like is intrigued by going on more dates so like maybe your dating habit isn't to like you know go on less maybe that's not what you need to do to break it you need to go on more then like yeah it, I think a spreadsheet can really hold you accountable or a friend. Like friends are nice and they might be like, whatever, dating's lame. Spreadsheets are like, I'm here and this box remains unfilled. <laughs> yeah.
0: Guys, it's fun. And Google Sheets are fun. I love a Google Yeah, box. do a
1: Google Sheet so it's not so
2: lame. Like Microsoft Excel where it's like, uh no, not. Like, sum. Not you can
0: sum your dates.
2: I was like, are you going to do math on your dates? Like, no, what are
0: the Google sheet is just, well, there's questions you answer. For, she answers for every date. It's like, Ooh. you know, what date like what, what actual date, like May 5th or whatever. All right. Did you go out? Where did you go? What did you guys talk about? What's his job? What's his deal? Like little things, whatever. And like, how was the date? Did you kiss? Yes or no.
2: These are things that would have made me a much better podcast guest, <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like we came into every single one of these like, uh, yeah, we did these things for sure. Yeah, definitely, totally.
1: There, I had a spreadsheet that a listener filled out, but I, there's one about my life. <laughs> like, I think I spreadsheets think it's a, are the
0: best. It is
1: because then in the end, you're not gonna like we're not using the spreadsheet exactly the way you shouldn't use data to like, just be like, oh, the majority of good dates had a kiss. So kisses are good. No, you're going to follow your heart. You're going to take the real qualitative, (laughs) like you're going to, you're not using the spreadsheet for any purpose other than like, you know, keeping record and seeing progress. It's not about like, that's now algorithm dating. No. But like, maybe, maybe I would say that if we, if everyone had a dating spreadsheet, I would say... For people who were single for a while, I would imagine that most people who then went on a bunch of dates in a row ended up in relationships sooner than people who didn't go on any dates, which is just logic, but it's also a mentality. But also fuck relationships. You do not need to be in one. If anything, I've learned that I was just as complete of a person before, and I like that I'm a complete person without another person, you know?
2: Yeah, I don't think I've changed as a human being. I think that, like, Maybe I'm tapping into different emotions and, like, feeling a slightly different way. But, like, I felt just as good when I was single as I did when I was dating as I do in my current, like, relationship. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, like we said earlier, like, nothing... Was this on this episode? I don't remember. But we talked,
2: like, last episode about, like, being single. You can be just as powerful single as you can in a relationship.
0: Well, also just that, like, a relationship doesn't make your insecurities go away. Like, it's the same thing oh, about, like, you know that whole thing that wherever you go, there you are. Like, people who are, like, who make superficial life changes or they, they move or they change jobs or they do something like that because they're feeling unhappy about something. And then, you know, it doesn't help because, it, it, like, I feel like it's similar in a relationship. Like, having an insecurity... About like you know be, Being worried you're unlovable Or this or that or whatever Doesn't go away because someone loves you <laughs> Like the insecurity is still there You still have to work on it yourself with your therapist Ideally Oh yeah Hundo
1: P Kenny did you have a worst First date I don't think we ever asked you this <laughs> Just to wrap it up I, I, ugh. Even outside of the podcast just in your whole entire Life did we ever ask you this I don't know At me
2: uh no i haven't had a worse first date i've had like bad not first dates
1: sure what's your worst date of your whole entire life
2: (laughs) um i'd like gone on this date with someone in richmond r.i.p richmond haven't been there in a while so i guess i can talk freely about
3: this but it didn't Um, die
2: (laughs) 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 it's just like i don't know it's actually funny to think about like richmond me and current me are like I feel somewhat different people because I feel like I've just matured so much. Do
1: you like go to the Whitney now?
2: Ugh, kill me. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. me after that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like, I don't know. It was like kind of a forced date where by like, I kind of got the vibe going in where I was like, yeah, I'll go. But like, I like not super excited, which is like not ideal. And I was probably reading too much into it. It was like a couple dates in where I felt like it was potentially like fizzling out a little bit, but I was like, Let's give this a rip. Let's give this a try. Let's, like, just give it, a, give it a, another go. <laughs> see if sorry, like, the rip. Any...
1: Give it a rip. Was just, you just got me. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I'm an idiot, guys. Please continue to listen you're, to this You're podcast. not. I'm
1: your older sister. Yeah. If I don't give you shit, I'm not good at my
2: <laughs> role. Um, but we went and got sushi, and everything that I picked, she didn't like. And so it was the most awkward meal that I've ever eaten in my entire life.
1: Did you and offer I- to let her order for herself?
2: Yeah, and I think we, like, generally, like, concluded on some things that, like, we might, like, I don't know. I feel like prior to ordering, everybody's like, yeah, we're good with these things. Let's do this. Everybody. How
1: many people were on
2: Just the two of us. But, like, I feel like we were both on the same page. We're like, yeah, let's get these. I don't even think they were, like, I don't recall exactly what they were, but I don't think they were, like, outrageous selections. I think it was, like, the place served, like, not, they had, like, the basic roles, and then they had, like, some special roles, and, like, we opted for like some of the special ones
1: so this Whatever. is your worst date in your whole life i
2: also proceeded to forget my wallet
1: okay okay, um, oh. okay.
2: <laughs> and so we're going to pay for the meal after she didn't like any of the food mm. and then i go to pay for it and i don't have a wallet uh and so next thing i'm like um i mean can you pay for it like, oh my god just, like, can you vendor her awkward. She wouldn't let me. And then I had to drive her home in silence the entire way. You should have Venmoed her. Strange thing. I know. I think I was in a weird position where I felt so weird and estranged where I didn't know what the fuck to do. Though I am going to say
1: gender gap. gap. There's (laughs) a gender gap on the worst first (laughs) date front.
2: Because the, the really bad ones. I feel like that one was just like, for me, like, I was. Um,
0: well, I mean, it's definitely awkward. I don't know. I I get any one of those things individually, maybe wouldn't have been enough, but yeah, like all together, it's yeah. You know what? It, it counts. My worst first date isn't that horrible. I just puked everywhere. I mean, you know, <laughs> like it's just. Yeah, there's a lot of usually there's like. Bodily situations, yeah, or there's like, a lot of puke first it's yeah, yeah, I would say those are our two most common themes. Um, all right, well, Kenny, thank you for being with us on this journey. I'm, we will absolutely check back in with you because everyone will be too sad to not hear from you again, but...
1: We'll have you on at Surprise Moments so that everyone has to keep listening every week because you know you know what Kenny might be on. So please, if our listeners just like drop by 20% next week,
2: I'll be very upset.
0: For sure. You, you never know when Kenny's going to show up. No. Yeah.
2: We keep you guessing. Um, thanks for allowing me to participate. Thanks for participating.
1: Part Thank you for giving us your Monday or Sunday nights. Um we know it's tough. Can you believe Wise and I have never missed a week?
2: No.
0: <laughs> it's only because of Kimmy. There have been like four times where I've been like it's okay, we can take the week of Christmas off and she's like no.
1: Because <laughs> we <we're>, no, <laughs> we're I, will, I street, get mad when I podcast like, We're not
0: here. It's just
1: not acceptable. It's uh, unacceptable.
0: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Everyone's loved hearing from you. We'll continue to hear from you as a f- frequent contributor, we hope. And we wish you all the luck in your whatever this is.
2: Yeah, who knows? Like, next thing you know, like, give it a couple weeks, maybe. Kenny's back. Kenny's back. Well, I've, it's
1: kind of a nice safety now. I've always been like, I'll come back. Get my heart broken,
0: I'll come back. I'm right back. Yeah. It's a nice, like, I like mean, s- – Literally same. <laughs> like, yeah, if I don't work out, like, hey, that's a good angle for our next. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
1: should I talk to Jeff? Like, that would be very interesting. We could definitely get Buzzfeed to mention
0: that <laughs> for sure. Or Jeff and I could just like have an open relish. <laughs> wow, I don't Go. think so. No, it would be horrible. <laughs> we would be horrible at that. We could do a throuple, whatever. Um. Well, sayonara to this throuple
1: of friendship. Um mm, not cyanar. we're gonna hang out soon
0: for sure and Kenny will be
1: back on we'll have him guest in the summer when we're all in New York
0: definitely and in the meantime we love you guys join the secret Facebook group follow us on Instagram slide into don't slide into Kenny's DMs Mm-mm. you can slide into ours he doesn't on even have Instagram st- <laughs> oh yeah his Instagram's dead forever no
2: <laughs> at 514 pod. it's not I a couple of days yeah
0: it's same uh, we're at aids pod on Instagram. aids pod at gmail.com. Uh, and that's it. Is there? Do, do we have any other business? I mean, just
1: do that Instagram story thing where you share the episode. And, like, yes. tag us. Tag and us. And tell your friends we'll sh- to listen. Actually, more we'll importantly, tell your friends you, to
0: listen. Tell your friends to listen, but tag us in your Instagram story. We'll repost it in our Instagram story. Like, we're trying to spread the word. We're going to have new daters really, really exciting guests coming up. Please stick around and... Uh, we love you guys.
1: We love you. You can pitch yourself as a guest dater or a new dater too. Like, we're for we, sure. We have some things in the pipeline, but keep pitching yourselves.
2: Yeah, we're, I'm a very vanilla white male. So, like, maybe someone else can bring some. Yeah, words.
1: we need to change <laughs> it up. We understand. Yeah, we've we have not been super inclusive. Um, literally based on schedules of Foskets and how white <laughs> we are as Foskets. So, we apologize and we're going to work on that in the future.
2: Okay.
0: In the meantime, we love you, and go on a date. Go on a date. Can you say it?
2: Or don't go on any more dates <laughs> in relationship.
3: <laughs> our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too?